Hi guys, I just wanted to let you know before we jump into this episode that we did have some technical difficulties and um, some of the audio is a little bit delayed between Katie and I, so I just want to give you a pre-warning before you jump into the show. Nonetheless, it is still a great one, so stay tuned. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Freedom Podcast. It's been a little bit of time since we have recorded just life things happening, but we are back and we are ready to chat. (laughs) We have a good topic. (laughs) Katie here with Alexis and uh, today this actually is a topic that was on my mind just kind of because of the challenges uh, that I have been experiencing here recently in the past month or so. Um, just I have over the years dealt with anxiety and kind of racing thoughts, and that's always been um, a little bit of a stronghold in my life at various points. And, and the past couple of weeks, I've just noticed my anxiety being a little bit higher and just some different situational things. I mean, full transparency, we are followers of Christ, but we still deal with life things and challenges and struggles and mental battles. And, you know, we, just because you're a Christian doesn't mean you're going to have, you know, you're not going to be uh, spiritually attacked or have sin issues you need to deal with at all. We're always being sanctified. We're always growing. We're always being refined and praise God. Like that gives us hope and we have hope for a future and eternity and God can work through these challenges and these different things. However, doesn't mean we don't have, have things we struggle with. And I was chatting with my dad. This was maybe last week or the week prior. And my, my father, I'm so blessed to have a wonderful, wonderful father who is a follower of Jesus and just has always been such a amazing example of a man of God in my life. And uh, at times, I love his perspective because he's been a Christian for, oh my goodness, probably 40 plus years and awesome. like a devoted follower of Christ for 40 years. And, and he's in ministry and, and in terms of, you know, has led Bible studies and been involved in church and like really, uh, really, I'd say an example of how God can work through someone to reach others. And it has always been such an inspiration to me. And so I'm blessed to be able to go to him sometimes with my problems. And so this was last week or the week prior, I said, you know, I've really been dealing with some anxiety and just racing thoughts and some anxiousness. And I'm not sure, like, like, you know, I was just sharing with him and he responded just the first thing he said was, well, you know, doesn't that usually anxiety usually stem from a lack of control? And I was like, yep, that is very true. And the fact of the matter is a lot of times when I'm struggling with anxiety or racing thoughts or anxiousness, it comes from a place of like wanting to control things and not being able to, life is so unpredictable and we really don't have control over anything. We can just right. really decide how we react to things and, and decisions we're going to make day by day, but we don't control the world, right? And so what does this actually stem from? And and for myself, it's a lack of faith. Like, do I have true faith in God or am I just trying to make things work the way I want them to work and then asking God to bless it? And so this topic of conversation today really came to my mind from that, just from my own struggles and my own experiences of, okay, what 
is true faith versus what is kind of this mantra I think a lot of times we hear in society and even in Christian circles of manifestation and I can create my own destiny and I can make things happen the way I want to make things happen. But actually, is that biblical? And spoiler alert, nope, it's not. (laughs) Um, But why and what does the Bible actually say about faith? and trust in God and how can we um how can we grow in our faith and another spoiler alert it's not by us working harder it's uh, our faith comes from Jesus and comes from God and it's a blessing and a gift from him and so we wanted to chat a little bit about that but do you have any opening thoughts or or anything along what I along the same lines of what I said yeah i mean definitely I'm definitely guilty of dealing with um, or just battling that like control factor and allowing God to lead and guide in my life. Because, you know, when you want certain things or you're goal oriented or you're used to just having things your way, like it's so hard to just allow the Lord to guide you. And I think in some areas I'm, I'm, very good at that. And then it's kind of compartmentalized where other areas I'm not like, you know, Mm -hmm. I think when it comes to like career decisions or like business stuff, like I want to be in more control and I want to, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I want to be in control of that situation. And then like other things, like I'm so like, okay, God, like take care of that, you know? So I think that just allowing and remembering that we have to invite God into everything, every circumstance Mm -hmm. and realizing that like, you know, we can't, we're, we don't determine our future. Like we can have a plan and the Lord talks about that. We can have a plan, but he guides our steps. He guides us Mm -hmm. in the path that he wants us to go. So yes, no, we shouldn't like you know, lay on our beds and be like, Lord, guide me and bless me. And, you know, you right. don't put any, anything to work because that is faith. Faith does, does take the work and the trust in the Lord, but the whole, um, I can manifest my future. And if I, you know, mm-hmm. it, I was like reading on a uh, watermark church actually had a good article about manifestation and like what the Bible says about it and kind of, you know, just the, what it is. And, you know, obviously we know it's that idea that I can, I have control of what my outcome in my life is. And, um, it's really just a secular idea that, that we have and we take God out of it and we're like, okay, I am in control. And so one of the quotes that I um, took from their articles, um, manifestation is when you try to manifest a result, you're attempting to pull God out of the equation. Um, and that is something that is so like popular in today's culture. Like, I think that we just like constantly have this, this like battle of pulling God out of everything. And we forget that God is sovereign and he reigns over everything. Even when it comes to people who are not Christians. Taking God out of the equation of anything is always going to bring consequences into our lives. And so, you know, I, I think that manifestation is so popular because it does give us control and we feel like, yes, I can determine my destiny. I can, if I want to be a millionaire, I'll write it in my journal and I'll just think about it, think about it, think about it. And then I'll be a millionaire. Like, you know, even in the Bible, God says, I make some rich and I make some poor. Like you, 
yes, you can work hard and you can try to do your best. And if you want to provide for family, there's nothing wrong with making money as long as that doesn't become your God. But like thinking that you can manifest this life is just not true. And letting God be in control takes faith. And first, it just comes down to believing that God is real. That's like the first step of faith and believing that he is, he exists. That's like step number one. I feel like it's like the basics. Like most people believe that there is a God. Um, and you know, some people define him differently, but like we wanted to look at the true biblical God. Um, and then the next is just being committed to that belief and then learning and sowing into that by reading your Bible, by understanding who God is and believing that he reveals himself through scripture. So if we're confused or if we need clarity, it's like, okay, let's go to God's word. Let's, you know, let's try to communicate with God. I also have an issue like when people are like, oh, God told me this. And I'm like, well, is that like, and it's not like scripture, like backed by scripture. It's like, God told me that I need to, or um, it's like, uh, what is it? It's a uh, not when people prophesied, but or maybe it's like prophetic. Like I've been hearing that a lot. Like it was very prophetic. And I, I have a little bit of an issue with that. Um, I don't know enough about that. But I, to me, I've always known that if you're seeking answers, you go to the Bible and prayer and you ask the Lord to reveal himself through his scripture. God, I mean, and maybe to some people he does communicate like you need to, you know, God told me to like trust myself and take a step forward or whatever. But I just, I have a little bit of an issue with that um, kind of thing because it does come closely with like manifestation and like all that stuff. Um, but yeah, sorry for rambling there. But yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, taking that step of faith is like, it does, it does come down to believing that God exists and believing that he, his will will be carried out no matter what. Right. Well, kind of going along what you said, um, I definitely think the Holy Spirit can give us promptings and can guide us and direct us. I think a lot of times we forget that we have the Holy Spirit residing within us. And so God is present with us in everything. And so if we have um, a check about something, then go, but absolutely going is what I'm having a check about contradictory to scripture. Well, then it's not from God. And so we can always know that it, our decisions, if, you know, a decision we have to make, if it contradicts scripture, we know that that is not from the Lord because he does not contradict himself. And so I think it's super, super important to be discerning because there can be a lot of manipulation when it comes to prophetic words that other people have for you. Or, um, you know, I felt like God said this about your life and it's like, okay, well, you know, we, is it just like a, it could be from a demon. I mean, you know, so we just have to make sure that we are, are praying to the Lord. He can reveal things through other people, but through scripture, through the Holy spirit and, and just really being in tune to have that quiet space and time of prayer and reading the word mm -hmm. and, and God just can, the word is living and breathing and, and he speaks so abundantly through his word. And so if we're not spending time in his word, we cannot expect to have a vibrant relationship with the Lord. And, you know, you think about like, even just like a father son relationship, if the son is always going to the father just for what he needs, instead of actually building that relationship, it really does feel like just a one sided, you know, it's like, shouldn't we be wanting to commune with our father? And so, um, you know, we're told in scripture that we will be given the desires of our heart, but that the desires of our heart 
it comes after that pursuit. If we seek the Lord with all our heart, we, he will grant us the desires of the of our heart. I think sometimes we think, okay, well, if I, if I spend time with God, I check off the boxes, then I can get whatever I want. And actually, when we spend time with God, our desires change and are more aligned his will and the will of the father. And I've even experienced that in my own life. The more that I have spent time with, with Jesus and really set aside that time to pray and to read scripture and to be with Christians and be in fellowship and um, serve others, my desires actually start to shift. And so it's not that, okay, I'm going to check off the boxes so I can get what I want. That's totally not what God is saying. God is, is, actually i think a lot of times communicating the fact that our our desires will align with his the more we get to know our father and so it's it, the manifestation mantra is totally opposite of that because it's just my desires and then what can i do in order to get those desires and that's actually manipulation and we we cannot manipulate god we're not um you know we like to think we're our own gods but we are so so Praise God, we're not, I would not want to worship someone, worship a God that's just like me. <laughs> that's for sure. Um, and our ways are so much, you know, his ways are so much higher than ours. Our, our thinking is just so, like, we can't even comprehend the Father and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Like, it's something that we still have, we still struggle to comprehend. That's because he's so much higher than us and and i'm i'm thankful that i can't comprehend all of the things of eternity and of the lord um and keeping that in mind that faith is believing in something that you can't just see with your eyes and and um like you said in the beginning you know that faith is evidenced by good works it's not that we're saved by our good works but Faith, it says in James, faith without works is dead. And so if we're not seeing any fruit in our lives, then we have to examine, like, are do we actually have faith in God? And are we um, in our lives seeing the fruit of that faith? And if there is no fruit, then is there a faith? And that's, a, I think, a really humbling question to ask is, what does my life actually demonstrate? Is it just a selfish manifestation of what I want? Or am I truly seeking God in my decision making in my day to day life and the things that I feel like he's calling me to? Well, you know, are you actually putting desiring God more than you're desiring the things of God? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think just keeping in mind too that the Lord He wants to bless us, but those blessings aren't just for us to keep; it's to bless others as well. So, and and when it comes to like the manifestation, it, it always brings it back to me, 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 me. And like you can see this all across the Bible about how selfish humans are. Like no one needs to tell us that we were always going to take care of ourselves and put ourselves first. Like that is the part that we have to die to because we do have a tendency to make ourselves our own gods. And, and it's just so interesting how popular it's become like the whole manifesting thing. And and it's actually really sad because I think sometimes people believe it and it, they invest in it so much. And then when things don't happen the way that they manifested it to, then they're like questioning their entire existence because they don't realize that 
the only person who is in control is God. And like, yes, we have free choice. We have free will and we have, we serve a God who is so amazing and who allows us to make decisions, but he also gives us these stirrings in our heart. Like he placed fitness in our lives, like, because that was the like the gift that he wanted to give us or he plays art or or music or whatever your talents are but our talents are not given to us for us just to make money and keep all our money and be you know rich or whatever but it's to bless others and it whether that's whether you have like a servant's heart where you are like hospitality is a gift of yours or like just communication or whatever your your gift is and you know that is all meant to be used for God's kingdom. And so when we're talking about faith, I think that we have to also make sure that we don't mix it up with ir irrational impulses. Like, oh, I feel this way. Like this must be from God. Because I think like for someone like me, I'm definitely like my boyfriend always says, like, I'm like a YOLO person. Like, I'm just like, ah, I'm just going to do it and see how it turns out. And I think for me, I have to take a step back and really bathe every decision in prayer. And I'm not good about that. If I feel like I want to do something, I have a tendency just to do it. And then like kind of you were talking about in the beginning and then asking like, Oh God, like, should I, should I have done that? Are you going to bless that? Like, you know, as a, as an afterthought versus Lord guide me in this, give me peace, give me direction, give me clarity through your word that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And, and if it is, I'm going to take that first step and I know that you will meet me here. And if it's not, please correct my ways and guide me a different way. And it's just like asking God to do that. And he will. And that's the thing that's so amazing. And in um, some of the articles I was reading, it was talking about some of the you know greatest acts of faith that we saw in the Bible. And um, I just wrote down a couple. It was like one um, was Noah building the ark. And Noah was talking about this great this great rainfall and people were making fun of him and and he was building this ark because this is what the lord told him to do and he was faithful he took that step in faith not knowing that there is going to be this crazy rain and and it's going to wipe out the earth like he he didn't know that but he knew that god was calling him to do this so he took that 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 step that first step and he was faithful to what god called him to do um abraham who's preparing his son for sacrifice he knew that the lord would provide a sacrifice sacrifice because um, you know back in that time they had to sacrifice like lambs to atone for their sins um or cattle i don't i was it just lambs or was it other sheep or i don't know what other things they sacrificed okay <laughs> but they had to make a sacrifice a blood sacrifice yeah yeah and abraham was yeah and and thank god we don't live in the old testament anymore but you know abraham didn't know if the lord was going to provide a sacrifice but he told his son like god will provide and he prepared his own his very own son getting ready to sacrifice him and, and in the end you know um a sacrifice ended up you know ended up being available um uh david and goliath is another one like you know little david competing against a huge a huge giant with a stone and killing him. You know, there's so many things, Peter walking on water, the Lord called him out. But what we saw in that story with Peter walking on the water was that Peter trusted and then he didn't trust and he sank immediately. So it's like, as soon as we, which is a great picture of like, you know, of how humans are so like, um, 
uh, we're so unfaithful because like, it's like, you're already there. You're walking on water. You did it. You did the thing you trusted God. And then you're like, and I have doubt, you know? And so it's just a really great picture of like, that is normal human behavior. Like we have to constantly be asking the Lord, like, give me strength and give me faith because like, I have doubts constantly. I don't trust you sometimes. I don't trust you in this situation. I'm afraid. And like being open, like we are able to communicate that, that with the Lord. And I'm so grateful that I can be like, sometimes Lord, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing, but I'm going to continue to to work diligently and take that next step and take that next step, even though I'm afraid. And, and I think like just finding that comfort in God's word is, is so like we are just so lucky just to even be able to read stories where people were fearful and scared and doubted and and the Lord was still faithful to them, which is amazing to see. Right. Right. And a lot of times we see in scripture, the fruit of that faithfulness is still being seen today. It wasn't just in their lifetime. So I think that's something to humble ourselves before God and recognize like we're not the world doesn't revolve around us and <laughs> and our obedience actually could potentially benefit generations to come it's not just our own lives and i think a lot of times you know that's another benefit of reading the scriptures and um just having that eternal perspective is that we are but a breath literally we're a vapor that will be here today and gone tomorrow we don't know when we when our last day is or when our last breath will be and just how the brevity of our life and that can really give us a good perspective i think in addition to you know giving us um prompt or you know if we have promptings and following the holy spirit's prompting and, and reading scripture and being guided but also to like that perspective of how god called us as his children and it's not just about us it's about him and it's about his kingdom and his church and we're a part of that yes like we're every person is important and is valued and has just is so precious in god's sight but it's not just us it's also there are billions of other people who are precious to jesus to god and to jesus and billions that have lived and you know who knows when the world will end but like being sober-minded in terms of recognizing like the brevity of our life and how um we can play such an important role in in the kingdom and the church but it's not just here we may never see the fruit of that too so a lot of these steps of faith you know abraham was told he will have the as as vast as the stars his generation well that didn't all happen in his lifetime but look at like he you know in eternity how many more people um will be in in the eternal kingdom because of his his steps of faith and, and moses and you know all of these amazing examples and so if if anyone is listening wants a really great encouragement read hebrews 11 it's called the hall of faith uh where where there's just a full description of all of these individuals and you know i think it's also really cool because it doesn't just list these people that we think of being these like amazing you know never making mistakes it's like there's a lot of pretty uh massive epic failures that that a lot of these individuals made that are listed in this hall of faith and you know people that were outcast by society and uh, god loves to use the foolish things to confound the wise because we tend to think here and 
the earth as just like there's a certain person that God will choose and like I'm too flawed or too, you know, I'm not smart enough, I'm not this enough, I'm not that. God actually calls those specific people who think that they don't have what it takes because he will demonstrate his power through the weak. Like that's what Paul's talking about where he says, my, my, my weakness is like you are, God perfects like through us because of our weakness, we are demonstrated or it demonstrates his power. Like his power is is just demonstrated tremendously more because we are weak. And, you know, I think we can, that's a bigger, that's a, you know, a big picture perspective of, of the amazing people in the Bible that talks about their steps of faith. If we even think about it in our own life and our own weaknesses and shortcomings and failures and flaws, it's through those things actually that I've seen the greatest work, um, the greatest moves in my own life is through my weakness and my shortcomings and not through my manifestations and perfection and control and, you know, making sure that everything is just the way I want it because my life is the most important thing, um, which we all get in those mindsets. But, you know, really thinking about like, if it wasn't for my struggle with eating and with, um, uh, just disordered eating and 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 just a real stronghold in my life. We never would have met because I never would have gotten into fitness. I never would have um, really just had this as a passion to help others. So we never would have had a relationship. This podcast would never happen if it wasn't for my struggles. And I'm sure you can say the same thing um, with a lot of aspects of your own journey and how that was just a real struggle. And, and like, look where God has brought his worked through that to bring even amazing, you know, these amazing relationships into my life. And um, so that, that is something we can reflect upon God's, how he works so amazingly in our own lives through in ways that we never anticipated. And that can actually um, really encourage not only my strength in my faith, but then also I look at examples of that in other people's lives and I'm like, wow, God is so good and like praise him. And I'm so glad he's God and I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. And and I love what you said too. Like, you know, in the scripture it talks about like our weakness, it can be made strong in the Lord. And the thing that's so amazing about that is that the glory always goes back to God because we know that because we are so weak and so broken in that moment that only God carried us through that because he made us strong. And, and the glory always has to go back to the Lord, the glory and the praise and the honor always goes back to him. And, and, you know, just remembering that literally he is sovereign over everything over everything. God makes all the decisions. He has the final say. The victory is always his. And I think that's like so encouraging. Like when you just kind of feel like you're kind of, you know, just, I don't know, maybe sometimes you feel like, like you're not called to be used by the Lord, but the Lord wants to use you in everything. And it's just like, take that step of faith, knowing that like the Lord wants to use you. If it is pleasing to him, if it's honoring him, like he will bless that. It may not look like it may not, the blessing may not always be here on earth, but it is always going to be eternal. And that's what actually matters is the inter eternal blessing. And I think sometimes it's easy to get caught up on the earthly blessing, but we have to remember too, because I'm so, so guilty of this is remembering that like this earth is so temporary and, and, and we're here a day gone tomorrow. And so we have to remember that like what we're doing and how we're serving the Lord is like, we get, we will always be blessed 
from that, but it may not be here on earth. So we still have to be faithful and, and do what God is calling us to do, whether we're being blessed here on earth or if it's in heaven. So, and to just, you know, blessings for the next generation. Um, you know, as you like talked about with like Abraham and like, you know, just, just, yeah, or Moses and like just their generations were blessed by their faithfulness to God. And we, and we want, we want our future children to be blessed by our faithfulness and our, our relationship with the Lord. Like that is so important. Like that's something I definitely think about a lot is like those generational blessings. Um, so yeah. 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 And even thinking about the steps of faith that our own parents took in their lives and just how tremendous that what a blessing that has been in our own lives. And so I want to do the same for my future children and for the future generations. And it doesn't have to be biological children either. It could be, you know, those that you impact through coaching or mentoring or, you know, I, I can't wait until the day, like, well, I can't wait because I know God is not done here on earth. But think about any where you know it's like I just imagine like people coming together and being like yo you remember that one time you shared the gospel with me like that was the seed you know and just like just how we want to make heaven full and um keeping that perspective and not getting so caught up in our worldly ministry and our this and our task and our you know checking the boxes and looking good and you know whatever but instead like having that perspective of um of a true heart that is in union with Christ and that from that, the abundance of that to, to um, be able to reach others for the kingdom. And um, that's something that is a struggle, but you know, we, we got to keep, keep encouraging each other to, to do and to ask God to give us the, the strength and the faith. Um, Cause it's not our own, our own works that save us at all. It is through just his, his gift of, of grace and faith and eternal life that we're able to do anything. So praise God. That is all we have for you guys today. It's just so great just to be back. And, um, you know, if you like this episode, just make sure you share it with a friend, especially if you know someone who just needs a little bit of encouragement. I know that, you know, Katie and I talk and we always need encouragement no matter what. Um, and just that's what we're here just to share our struggles and the things that we deal with just um, in hopes of encouraging you guys who are listening. So um, thank you again for listening to our show and we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks for another one. Bye.